Hello and welcome to episode 183 of Travel Stories from the Back Again and God podcast, being recorded in the beautiful home office of Chateau Relaxo, Florida. And tonight, it's my 2023 travel resolutions. Thanks for listening. Hello, if you are a new listener, welcome. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. Following up on the Southwest Airline 2022-2023 travel debacle, CNBC posted three key points. It said that Southwest Airlines says it expects to post a loss in the fourth quarter after it canceled over 16,000 flights between Christmas and New Year's Eve due to a total technical meltdown. The mass cancellations during the peak season for U.S. airlines will result in a pre-tax hit of about 725 to $825 million to the quarterly earnings and finishing up with revenue loss from the disruptions is expected to be between $400 million and $425 million. Ending with, Southwest Airlines has agreed to pay its pilot, pilots an estimated $45 million in bonuses, or as they call it, gratitude pay for working through the company's service meltdown during the holiday travel period at the end of 2022. So on to my 2023 travel resolutions, but not before we review the 2022 travel resolutions. And at the time I gave these travel tips as if you were planning a big family trip for 2022. First was research, find out the COVID rules, restrictions and guidelines for your destination, especially if you were leaving the country. And then in the late 2021 or early 2022, the equivalent to toilet paper in 2020 is the COVID home self-tests. I encourage everybody to find some, test everyone before you leave and pack the remaining ones in your luggage as you'll never know when you'll need them. And you can always sell them for some quick cash. And currently, I don't know if anyone is currently traveling with COVID kits. In fact, I don't remember the last time I heard anyone mention a COVID test. I also suggested to be flexible. Don't book your return flight to land the night or even the day before you need to be back to work or school, jury duty or whatever. Give yourself a margin of day or so just in case. Always a solid tip still holds true. I also added that I was not a big believer in travel insurance, and that's probably because I've never spent a small fortune on a family vacation. But at the time, I said, Justin, if you could find travel insurance that covers or includes COVID disruptions, that might not be a bad idea. In 2023, that is probably no longer the case. And finishing up with my 2022 travel recommendations, it was to make sure that you had availability to money. You know, the reason being, if you all of a sudden had a travel disruption, you needed to extend hotel stays, rental cars, rebook flights. It's always good to have some cash on hand. And again, still not a bad recommendation for 2023 travel. So you could look back and say we've come quite a long way in the last 12 months. Now let's revisit my 2022 travel resolutions. The first one was to record at least one or two episodes on the road. At the time, I thought this was completely doable since I already had trips to Atlanta, Chattanooga and Nashville booked, plus the possibility of a couple trips out west to Texas. And then, of course, the typical travel around the state of Florida. Well, looking back, I did travel more in 2022 than I did in 2021, but somehow I only managed to get one episode recorded. 
And part of that is my job duties have evolved over the past 18 months, which has had quite an impact on my time in the evenings. So put half a check in that one. Another 2022 travel resolution was to get the CEO back on for an episode or two. At the time, it had been well over a year since her last appearance. This did not happen. Uh, we had on the books for one or two family vacations. The first was the Kentucky Bourbon Trail. This was a trip that we had planned pre-pandemic and still to this day has not have not been able to pull the trigger on. Another trip was to try to get back to Washington, D.C. We had been there in December of 2021 for my father-in-law's burial at Arlington. At the time, his headstone wasn't in place, and we wanted to go back and take a look at that. That did not happen. And then we wanted to spend some time around Jacksonville. This is less than two hours away. There's the Salt Marshes, the Riverside Arts Market, uh, the Jack's Ale Trail or the Beer Trail. And I think there was Sweet Pete's Candy Store as well. Well, I went to Jacksonville several times, but the CEO did not accompany me. And in one of the trips, I did make at least one stop on the Jack's Ale Trail. The Art Wolf Brewing Company went with their Hop Oddity, weighing in at right around 6% APV. And there's a whole backstory as to why the CEO didn't record an episode and we didn't take any trips. It was a busy year here at Chateau Relaxo. I hear people say that all the time, but this year we experienced it firsthand. As some of you may know, my father had been in failing health since September of 2020. He entered home hospice care in August of 2021 and then spent March 2022 in the hospital. And once released, he was totally bedridden. The CEO spent weeks upon weeks at their house, tending to both my father and my mother. And then once he passed away on July 4th, she spent more time helping my mom get settled into an assisted living facility. So also during 2022, we became empty nesters except for the dogs and boarding a yellow lab and a husky in order to go on vacation. It's really expensive, really quick. Also in 2022, I resolved to post some travel videos. I've said this in the past, this did not happen. And again, the challenge is I have no idea what to film. Short of Instagram stories, I do not possess that viral video chip. Also in 2022, I resolved to find at least one cool new piece of travel gear or a travel app. I wasn't looking for a piece of luggage, didn't need a jacket, not even a backpack. I'm pretty much satisfied with everything that I use still to this day. You know, when wireless travel routers came out, they were a true game changer. Same thing with noise canceling headphones. And so I was in search of a gadget or an app that makes me go, wow, how did I ever travel without this? And all I could come back with after looking through my Amazon history was a travel cooler, a $30 Fetty, which is code for a fake Yeti. And honestly, it was a no-name brand, 4.6 stars on Amazon. And since I've taken more road trips this year than I have flights, it's nice to throw in a meal or two in the bag along with some beer as I head out the door. And also for 2022, I plan to keep eating local. First, I'm not anti-corporate run restaurants. Their strong point is also their weak point. Everything is the same. A blooming onion at the Outback will taste exactly the same in Greenville, South Carolina as it does in Baltimore, Maryland. Typically, the only thing that can go sideways with a chain restaurant is their service. And besides, if you stick to the chains, you're missing out on some great, truly, truly good food adventures. 
you know, looking back in my Google reviews, these were some of the highlights from 2022 in Lake Forest, California. It was Pad Thai at Spice Thai Cuisine. Jacksonville, it was seafood at the River and Post restaurant overlooking the beautiful St. John's River. Nashville, Tennessee, it was barbecue at Martin's Barbecue Joint. And the best part of that was it was right across the street from the hotel. I spent close to 20 years living in and around Norcross, Georgia. And just last year, I had dinner at Dominic's Italian House of Norcross for the first time. It was legit Italian. So yes, I think you could put a check in the box for eating local. I also added to that 2022 resolution that maybe it was time to revisit my old Off the Eaten Path episodes, give them an update, and this might actually be a go for 2023. I've got well over 300 reviews on Google over the past two or three years. While not all of them are food reviews, a good percentage of them are. Also in 2022, I resolved to not do some things, and this is well beyond the normal things such as don't overpack, don't wander aimlessly around a town you're not familiar with, don't get hammered or forget which hotel you're staying at. So for 2022, I resolved not to go on a cruise. I've been on one cruise and it was enough and there's plenty to do like everybody says. It's just not for me. You're stuck on a boat, you can't go home, you can't explore in your own timeline. The only thing that held my interest was the shows, and there's only so much of that a, that a person can take. So put a check on that box because I did not go on a cruise in 2022. And then finally, I resolved not to stay in a hotel that I don't get points for or that I'm not a member of their loyalty program. My stay in San Antonio was at the Marriott Resort, and while I didn't get any points for the stay since it was a booked event, I did get points for my meals and libations. And plus, I'm a Marriott Lifetime Titanium member, so put a check in that box as well. So what are my travel resolutions for 2023? Three words, I don't know. And as my therapist would say, if you did know, what would it be? And the answer would still be, I don't know. Now, mid-December, Mark Peacock over at Travel Commons asked this question in a blog post. How good are ChatGPT's top five holiday travel tips? And here's what ChatGPT gave Mark in response. Number one, plan ahead. Number two, pack light. Number three, stay organized. Number four, be flexible. Number five, stay connected. Mark's GPT verdict was not bad. Nothing terribly wrong, he said, but it's a basic travel 101 level. And I would tend to agree with that. So taking a cue from Mark, as well as one that has never had an original idea. I also consulted ChatGPT for some 2023 New Year's travel resolutions. And I asked a very simple question, what are five New Year's travel resolutions for 2023? Number one, set a travel savings goal and make a plan to reach it in order to afford a dream trip or multiple trips throughout the year. Number two, try new types of travel, such as solo travel, road trips, even backpacking. Number three, make a conscious effort to visit and support local businesses and communities when you're traveling. Number four, prioritize safety and health when planning and taking trips by researching and following guidelines for COVID-19 and other health concerns. And finishing up with number five, take the time to truly unplug and disconnect from technology and daily routines while on vacation to maximize relaxation as well as rejuvenation. So like Mark, my verdict was 
not bad. Nothing groundbreaking nor inspirational, but for some in a travel slump, it may give you a little bit of motivation. So back to me, I'm traveling more than I was a year ago, but not like I was in 2019. For better or worse, we've adapted to doing business remotely. And so we had Monday, January 16th off for Martin Luther King Day. And it got me thinking after working four-day work weeks during Christmas and New Year's, how many three-day weekends are there this year? Well, if you go by the federally recognized holidays, we've got nine more this calendar year. Most are on a Monday or a Friday, so you've instantly got a three-day weekend depending on how your PTO rules are structured. It could easily become a four-day weekend and only cost you one PTO day. Now, this is nothing new, so if you plan to take a trip or travel during those long weekends, book early because everyone else will have the same idea. And now the one thing that the CEO and I have done in the past few months is to get the cobwebs off our bicycles and we've taken to riding some of the local bike trails. We have a 22 mile West Orange bike trail and the neighborhood Lakes West Trailhead close by. But the thought is to maybe load the bikes up and head out to some of our national parks. We've both spent years taking these high energy go, go, go vacations including one cruise, and we're at the point where we want to get away from the long lines and the expensive food, and we discovered that the national parks just put checks in both of those boxes. So in case you want to visit a national park, there are four days between now and the end of the year where park admission is free, believe it or not. April 22nd is the first day of National Park Week, August 4th anniversary of the Great American Outdoors Act, September 23rd is National Public Lands Day, and finally November 11th is Veterans Day. And there are 11 national parks here in Florida, another 11 in Georgia, so these could easily become long weekend trips. And heck, three of the Florida parks are less than two hours from Chateau Alaxo, two are in St. Augustine, one is in Titusville, and it's one that likes lists and keeping track of things. We do have a National Parks Passbook where you can get stamped at each one of the parks that you visit. And we certainly have a bunch of empty pages in there. Well, there you have it. Episode 183, my 2023 travel resolutions. Unfortunately, nothing groundbreaking. The next episode will be the January Crazy Travel Roundup. If you want detailed show notes, links, and pictures, head over to podpage.com slash travel hyphen stories. Head over to Substack, travelstories.substack.com. You can leave me a message at Anchor or shoot me an email, travelfrick at gmail.com. That's travelfrick at gmail.com. As I always say, travel safe, stay safe, and thanks for listening.